Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman podcast. I am delighted that you are back with us listening in to this episode. And I know one thing or maybe many things about you, even though our paths may have not crossed before, but you are a woman who is awakening to your soul, the spiritual essence of who you truly are. You are seeking and growing in consciousness around your wholeness, aligning yourself with the flow of your life, your heart-centered. You are wanting and desiring to be emotionally free and spiritually confident as you just sharpen your creativity and really tune into those intuitive abilities to truly unlock your inner power. You're creating a life that you love and you desire. And you know what? I'm on this path with you and I'm here to support you. So today in our episode, we are going to be looking at a topic that you may have heard of before or maybe not. I'm really looking at the power of breath work. This tool that I wanted to share with you about how it can transform your life and how you can use and access this at any point. So let's just dive deeper into this topic. And before we dive too deep, let's give you what I want to establish as my definition, my approach to to breathwork. So breathwork is this self-healing tool that really can help you to transcend anxiety, stress, self-doubt, unhealthy relationship patterns, and so much more. What I love about it is it is a self-healing tool, empowering women and teaching them about how they have the ability to transform their life is so aligned with the vision that I have. And so with using the self-healing tool, when you're able to access it, when you're able to utilize it, it can give you very quick emotional shifts and or if you use it in other ways, some long-term transformation. So I didn't say this part, but recently I became certified as a breath work facilitator that I really wanted to step into helping women to really drop into their bodies. If you've been following the podcast for some time, I'm a licensed professional counselor, have been in the field for 18 years. And so I have done a lot of work with mindsets and changing ways of thinking, changing habits and behaviors. And as I've been in this field long enough, I also am aware that there's this mind-body connection, that the mind impacts the body, the body impacts the mind. We're truly connected in so many more ways than we realize. And so I felt like I needed to move more into the space, but honestly, I believe breathwork found me. So the story is I was in my room one day and in in the probably was fall, winter of 2021. And I was sitting there and I thought, hmm, I think I want to 
a breathwork facilitator. Just an idea that at the time came out of what seemed like nowhere. I am assuming at some points I must have entertained some different approaches, but for some reason it came to me this particular day. I did a little research at the time, found a program, researched that a little, did an interview, and there was a resounding yes in my spirit when I talked about it and looked into it to move forward, and I did. And so I went on a six-month journey of first and foremost, which is always important, healing myself and really seeing what was coming up for me in my own journey of helping others to heal and transform their lives. And I believe in that work so much that I know I have to do the work to do the work. And so in that, establishing a lot of understanding, understanding trauma, because I also understand that from the perspective of psychology, that this was a trauma-informed approach. And I wanted to implement that because I did not want to further harm or impact people in a negative way. I really wanted to be there to to, to walk alongside them on their journeys. And it, it was phenomenal and still is phenomenal as I am growing in that. And so I'm sharing with you that part of my journey and how I kind of got here because it puts me in a place that I really want to support you connect to your breath, connect to your heart, connect to other people. I think those are the things that we really want in life. And when we're able to do that, the breath, using the power of the breath, and I'm going to give you some reasons why the breath is so powerful and what it can really do for you, but it really can transform your life. I truly believe that your transformation, the things that you're wanting or looking to have, are just one breath away, one breath away, because the breath is essentially like a doorway and it can bring you into a sense of calm. I know sometimes we look on the outside like we're calm and we're relaxed, but on the inside, right, it can be kind of going all over the place. It can help you to control fear, anxiety, anger, and stress, and which impacts, whether we know it or, or, or not, our sleep. Um, it can change the, the sleep patterns that we're having. When I did a breathwork session at one point with the, a person, she said, I slept like a baby that night. Just this ability to kind of release what's been held up. Some of the things that we experience, we hold them in the body. And it may look like tension, tightness, sometimes illnesses, diseases. But one of the other things that comes forward when we are doing and using the power of our breath, and I'm going to talk about just how simplistic it can be, it eliminates brain fog. And a lot of the times we may have that just not feeling mentally sharp, not feeling mentally clear. But what happens is you're breathing, right? You're sending more oxygen, oxygenated blood throughout the body. This will provide the cells to help you to carry out the day-to-day task. And so in doing that, just helps you to really connect to your body, which by society and culture, a lot of the times we're taught to disconnect prior experiences, childhood experiences. It can really move a lot of stuck energy. That stuff just stays in the body as well as those emotions and open your heart to expansion, to more, to love, to connection, these things that I know we so desire. 
in addition to what I'm already sharing, and you're probably already lighting up about it, it awakens the body and the mind to be in the present moment. You spend so much of your day in the future. You're worried, you're analyzing, you're figuring things out, you're planning, you're overanalyzing, you're figuring things out. Or you're in the past where you're thinking about what was or what didn't happen. But the only place that you can breathe, and I hope you get this, is in the present moment. You cannot breathe into the future and you cannot breathe into the past. The only moment that is true and we're connected with the breath is the present moment. Seems so simple, right? Seems so logical, but it's something that we don't do enough of because a lot of the times, if we really were to pay attention, our breathing is usually very shallow. Or for some of us, at times, we're holding the breath. Holding the breath because we're not sure, we're afraid. Think about it. Think about a movie maybe you watched that was a suspense movie. And if you paid attention to your breathing through that, you would notice that you're holding your breath. You're wondering what's going to happen or how it's going to unfold or whether the person's going to figure out something. But you are experiencing that through the breath and holding the breath. So when we take time to be intentional with the breath and maybe even alternating the breath, which is a part of what we do with breath work, you are allowing yourself to be anchored and present. So there's a saying that says that meditation is the universal practice and the breath is the universal language. I love that because it's a universal language in the fact that we all have it. And we all can breathe in spite of any differences that may be even between nationalities or culture or beliefs or systems or all of these things that sometimes separate us. So each of our breaths, when we take the breath in, we are doing this very powerful, natural process of what some would even call life or death, where we're breathing in the oxygen And that oxygen, obviously, is going into the body from the scientific perspective, the anatomy of the body. And that is this inhaling of what we want, bringing in the life. The very first gift I believe God gave us was breath. And this beautiful gift, we inhale it with each inhale. And then this cycle of what could be life and death through the breath, the body then, when we breathe in, takes the carbon dioxide. If you're looking at it from a scientific perspective, we exhale that, the thing that we don't need. So the exhale becomes this idea of a release, this idea of an emptying out. Some would even call it a radical act of surrender. In the life cycle, it would look like a death. So each breath, and if we're intentional and aware of it, is this ability to take in what we need, this ability to release and empty out what we don't. And this beautiful cycle that happens to you or actually for you every day. I changed it and said for you because you take about 26,000 breaths a day. You don't think about any of them. What a beautiful gift that happens for you. 
Even more beautiful, though, is what if you were able to access this beautiful gift that it could support you to get the things that I just mentioned. So let's talk about the breath. When we are present and anchored in the present moment, this is what I talked about earlier, where you're breathing in this moment, you allow yourself to feel more joy. You allow yourself to feel more in sync with what's happening around you. The breath becomes the tool for you to do that. The numerous times that I've led people through a session and how they were able to hear things that they didn't hear. They felt sensations in the body that they weren't aware of. They felt very present and calm. Another beautiful thing, though, about the breath that I love is that it's always available. You know how sometimes you tell yourself, oh, I wish I would have had this or I left this at home or I ran out of this. This beautiful gift through the power of the breath is that you have access to it and it is available for you. What I also love about it is is this breath is like a remote control that you can manually hack into your brain this powerful gift, this organ that supports us in every way in life. You have the ability with the breath to use it as a remote control to turn on and turn off if we were to use it in that way. But you can create this altered state of consciousness by choosing to direct your attention to the inhale and the exhale. What's actually happening, it's going to flip in your brain a switch. And this goes to the science of it, where it takes us out of this sympathetic nervous system response, the stress response. Some may know it as fight or flight. This system can be activated on simple things. It could be very well activated because you can't figure out how to navigate a new thing that's happening at work. It can be activated because all the brain needs to do is to perceive something as a threat and the system, fight or flight, could be activated. And when the brain is not able to assess that you have sufficient resources to deal with threat, it sends in this floodgate of stress hormones, which is what we all experience when we're stressed. But this remote control, the breath, is this ability that you can turn on the parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest and digest part. Why we feel calm. When we're breathing, you are turning on that system. I also love the breath and the ability to use your breath because it teaches you to let go. I know letting go is hard. Letting go can be challenging. We have so many conceptions and thoughts and beliefs about what letting go means that the idea of that can be very heavy. But each time we take a breath, that sigh, and I love to teach when I'm working with someone to play around with the sighs, the noises, the sounds that you can make. And not only is it good to the ear to hear, you also feel the vibrations of the sounds when you're making them. It also resets the nervous system and it helps with the vagus nerves, all of these beautiful things that are happening that you can't see. But it teaches you to let go. Each breath is just a reminder to release. Helps you with that letting go in the breath, but it also can help with letting go in life. Letting go of, of emotions that are no longer serving you. 
that we carry around sometimes because we think we have to or we've always done it. Telling ourselves what I've always been this way. This is just who I am. This is what I have to deal with. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that we could somehow train our minds to not be the worry magnet, to not take on everything and let go. Only through the power of the breath that maybe you could learn to do that. So let's talk about emotions a little more because I think also we're unaware of how our body waits for exhaling emotions, that we may hold these emotions. And over time, these unexpressed emotions that are held in the body may manifest as an illness or a disorder. So I thought it would be helpful to share what that may look like. If you see yourself in any of these things, it's not an invitation to judge or beat yourself up, but it is an invitation to bring in more awareness, which as we know is one of the most important factors are needed to change. So maybe we we are, aren't aware that we may carry anxiety in the body. Anxiety could be stored in the neck and the shoulders, sometimes in the back, the digestive system very much, the stomach area. But it also can manifest as an interdigestion, could be skin problems, stomach problems, as I mentioned with the digestive system. Fear, we can definitely store fear in the body. It can manifest though as hives can manifest as a lump in your throat, motion sickness. When I was pregnant with my children, I went through really bad motion sickness in the car. I mean, so bad that I would have to put literally a towel over my face because the idea of seeing movement, the trees, the cars, would just make me very sick. I would have to not check a device or a tablet or computer or even a phone in the vehicle because it would literally make me to the point where I would vomit. But I also remember during that time, there was a lot of fear. Remember just being told and all of the things that could happen, the things you're not supposed to eat, making sure the baby is moving. This could happen with your health. I was very sick with my children. So then the fears of all of that, will this ever end? There were so many fears that I am now wondering if that fear was manifesting in my body. Other things that we may carry, though, in the body is anger. We may store anger in the breast or in the liver. It may manifest as jaw or throat problems, biting down on the teeth, grinding the teeth. You might feel the tension and tightness in your jaw. Another one, though, that we also want to be aware of is that we may store guilt, guilt, feeling guilty. So many women that I encounter through my work often will report just guilt. And a lot of the times, like people pleasing may be a part of that. They actually are doing the behavior, not so much because they want to do it, but because they don't want to feel the guilt. They don't really want to feel that uncomfortable feeling. So guilt can be stored in the middle of the back. It may manifest as well as insomnia. These are just some of the things that I want you to know. And whether we know it or not, avoiding, denying, suppressing how we feel doesn't serve us. So you could access the ability through the power of the breath to release unexpressed emotions without maybe even having to talk about them through the breath. And a simple recognition of these emotions can be so helpful. What it does is it honors that part of you 
that feels that emotion. And sometimes we judge that part of us. I shouldn't be feeling this way. This makes me a bad person. What's wrong with me? Other people don't struggle with this. That's not true. Honoring that part of you can very well help. And in, in breath work, we honor those things that are coming up. We send the breath to that part of the body. It's such a healing power. Why is this such an important piece to talk about? Because the body knows how to heal. There's this, this wisdom that God has given your body. I mean, the ability for the body to pump blood throughout the body, the ability the body has to renew cells. All of these things that you're not thinking about, the ability for the body to break down food, to extract the nutrients and expel the waste. If you really look at the power of the body and the ability for you to use your breath to even connect to that wisdom is such a powerful tool that I couldn't help but share it with you. I also wanted to share that I went on a retreat recently. We went to Costa Rica and we had an amazing time. I'm still processing what's happening in and through us. And we spent some time doing the breath and just really teaching women how to connect to the breath, the body, the heart. And what amazing things transpired that I am just still in awe. And I saw this as well when I did my practicum and doing breathwork sessions is we saw how physical pain left the body. An amazing thing as we were moving through activities with breathwork, using yoga, using movement, um, some of these very, very, what seems to be simple, but so powerful tools. Physical pain. People who had pain for weeks, some longer than that. Some had already went to the doctor. Doctors weren't sure what was happening. Physical pain left the body. And so for me, it was just a reminder of how important this is and how I have a mission to support women to access what is rightfully theirs, right? Which was a God-given gift to be able to leverage this to trans form their lives. And so I'm sharing it with you because I want to see the same for you. I believe you have a gift, you have a calling, you have a purpose that is beyond you. And how can you actually fulfill that at your fullest potential if you're depleted physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually? And I'm committed to doing that walk with you. If that's something that you feel like, I know this is what I need. I need to grow. I need to heal. I need to change. I need to awaken. My final point for today that I want to leave you with, and I think it just summarizes what we have shared about today. The final point is some doors only open from the inside. The breath is the way of accessing that door. And I'm inviting you to open that door walk through it and use the power of the breath that you already have. You don't have to get anything extra. It's already there that you can access. And I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like for you. Thank you again for being a part of this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2.com.
the number two power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Thank you.